Glory to Jesus. God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So, Lord, I just pray that I would, I would disappear so that you could appear in my place. Father, my boast is only in you. It's because of your grace. It's because of your mercy. Lord, uh, purge my tongue, Lord, that I would be accurate in the things that you'd have me speak this morning. I thank you, Lord, for the very breath of life, as we all do, as we come into your presence. We thank you for your presence. Abba, Father, there's no one more generous and kind than you. It says in Malachi 3.16 that you have a book of remembrance. And in that book of remembrance, it's been opened to those who think and meditate upon your name. It says that you write their name in your book. So, Lord, we ask you to open that book of remembrance. And would you consider us this morning? Because, Lord, we're just responding to love. The aroha that you gave to your son, you gave to us. And in your name, Lord, we just submit before the mighty hand of who you are. Lord, unless you build your house, we labor in vain. So, Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercy has been poured out upon the sons of God. Lord, as your children, we come before you now. We say, Te waitu atapu, no my haere mai. Ihu kareifais, that was made on our behalf. And we just say thank you. We're just so grateful. Lord, fill us with your aroha. Let us, Lord, be a, a testimony of your grace and of your mercy, as we heard from our sister this morning. Lord, we just honour the, the gift upon her life. We honour the call upon her life, and Lord, and we just thank you that she's a, she's a reflection of who you are. So we honour the Jesus that's in her. Lord, I thank you for others that have that same image as well. They have the same testimony. By the word of their testimony and the blood of the Lamb, Lord, you set us free. We thank you for the holy angels. We say, hide am I. Anahira, hide am I. Lord, a habitation of your presence where no man has to lay hands on anybody, but you just do what you want to do, Lord. So, Father, we give you thanks and we give you praise. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. glory to Jesus. You know, they don't have these things on the outside. My sister will tell you over there. They don't have these pulpit things on the outside. Usually I'm dressed in a pair of singlet or just whatever. It's, it's, uh, this is kind of like my nice clothes today. But usually, you know, can I come down now? I feel like I'm just speaking over. <laughs> don't I? No, that's, that's okay. I, I just did my sister, I was saying to you this morning, you know, I just heard a karanga in my spirit when I wake up this morning at four o'clock. Did you come out here? Because that, that karanga is a continuation from what I saw last night. I saw a generation that was arising. And if you were there, it was amazing to see a, a, a revival footprint. And my sister's just going to open with a karanga. Just prepare your heart. Amen. 
It's such an honour and a privilege to be here yet again. I acknowledge Paul and Ruth and your beautiful family and for your leadership of this house. Did you see that little child that was down in the front here? That's what the kingdom is like. It's like a little child. It was singing and it was dancing. And, uh, you know, in Matthew 21, it says when Jesus came into the house, he looked angry and he started to overturn their tables. Right? What happens from there is the habitation of God's presence was in the house. And it says the lame and the blind, they came in and they were healed. Healing breaks out in the house. But then it says there's a sound of worship coming from who? Children. Out of the mouth of babes, you perfected praise. All right, so don't, don't limit the children from playing and singing and dancing. If you've got to open your child gates, right, open them up because that's where joy flows. That's where grace flows. And I'm so excited to see last night that young man, Trent, Trent member, I call him his mate, young man. I got so excited because the Spirit of God that was upon him, the light that was in him was shining through and it drew a next generation. You know, in Mark 5, and I, I just saw Mark 5 all over the place. When a woman comes through, she violently pressed through, right, to touch the hem of Jesus, even when he was not looking. You can move the hand of God, and that's what I'm believing, for an orphan. In 1814, 1814, it says a man named Samuel Marsden came and met a man named Ruotara at Ohi Bay. All right, and, and, and the gospel was preached. And there was an amazing amount of people, I think it was 30,000, or 60% of Māori were were added to the kingdom. All right, that's a revival footprint. If you are, if you like I said in Matthew 21, Jesus said, my house will be a house of prayer. All right, this place has to be consecrated, right, so that you can hear his voice. If you don't know your identity in Christ as of a son, then you're powerless. The angels are not listening to anything other than what Christ sees you in the new creation. You have to, be, you have to know yourself as a son of God. So what we're going to do, so I can minister this word to you, is, is, is we're going to make a declaration to the heavens before I share something else. So if you just stand for me, because we're going to make some noise in the heavens. And the whole of creation, the whole of heaven, the cloud of witnesses, and everything that's in it is going to start to take notice. Because when Jesus came, he put the principalities on notice. And we're going to decree and declare in the name of Jesus that we've got eyes to see what he's doing in heaven. We've got ears to hear what the Spirit of God is saying. The Waitua is going to teach us the Word of God. And this is the mystery that's been hidden in the ages, is that Christ is in us, the hope of glory, and that we are the sons of God. So put your right foot of authority forward. Take your stance. Put one hand in the air. And I'm going to say, we decree. We We declare. We We have eyes to see. In Jesus' name, name. we decree, we We declare, we We have eyes to see. see. In Jesus' name, name. we decree, we We declare, we We have eyes to see. see. In Jesus' name. name. Now, it's not just enough to see. We have to be able to hear what the Waitu was saying, the Holy Spirit. So here we go. We decree, we We declare, we We have ears to hear. In Jesus, name, In Jesus' name, we decree, we, decree. 
We declare. We have ears to hear. In Jesus' name. We decree. We declare. We have ears to hear. In Jesus' name. Now here's the mystery that's been hidden in the ages. You've got to let Jesus hear you say it. We are the sons of God. We decree. We declare. We are. We are. We are. That's sons of God. We decree. We declare. We are. We are. We are. That's sons of God. We decree. We declare. We are. We are. We are. That's sons of God. Amen. Give the Lord a clap. Please take a seat. You know, like my sister was saying this morning, you'll be found of God if you, if you cry out to Him. Psalm 107, you know, it mentions all the way through there. They were in their chains and their affliction. And, and, it, and it goes on a theme of saying, and they cried unto the Lord. They cried and He heard. They cried and He heard. They cried and He heard. God's not deaf, but He hears the cry of the poor and the needy. It says He's closer than the very air that we breathe. Right, it's, it was in the intimacy. Sometimes, right, I, 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 the Lord humbled me in many ways because I started to pray like this, but then when the intimacy started coming, I started to bow my knee. Then I started to go down to my face. Hmm. Most times that's when I hear His voice speak to my heart. It's when no one's looking. We can put on, like my sister said, you can put on a good show. You may know even the Word of God. Come to church on Sunday and do religious acts, but what do you do? On the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Trent said last night, many people know about him, but he says many who would come follow him. You know, I, I like what that says up there this morning, four o'clock. Chosen. I put some scriptures down in that. Uh, could you put the first one up, please? You've got to know that you're chosen and you're picked for such a time as this. Let's have a look at just some scriptures. 1 Peter 2.9. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his glorious light or marvelous light. So there's two kingdoms here. There's the kingdom of darkness and there's the kingdom of light. Who is the light of the world? Jesus. Yeah, amen, Jesus. John 15, 16. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should abide. And whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give to, to you. Jeremiah 1, 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I ordained or chose you. I appointed you a prophet or he's a person or an advocate who speaks a visionary way about a new cause. Ephesians 1, 3 to 4. I try to do a word search on these, some of these things. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy, blameless, him in love. 
Deuteronomy 14.2, For you are a people holy to the Lord your God, and the Lord has chosen you to be a people for his treasured possession. Out of all the peoples who are on the face of the earth, Isaiah 43.10, You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and my servant who I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand I am he. Before me no God was formed, or nor shall there be after me. Last one, 2 Thessalonians. To this he called you through our gospel, so that you may obtain the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. So what we just declared to the heavens there, all right, that Jesus makes us, he says to his Father, Father, I'm coming to you. What you gave unto me, I give unto them. And he says, in my name, this is what we're going to do. How many of you in here have seen signs, wonders, and miracles? How many in here have seen the eyes of the blind see? Yep, you've seen the eyes of the blind see. But how many of you have seen an eye that has no eye socket or eye form and then the person can see? A creative miracle. How many in here have the deaf hear? But the person's had no ear or eardrum. And then God creates an ear. And then they can hear. What about how many in here have heard, seen the dead raised? Like Lazarus. There's some people I've been in places, they've seen the dead raised. But four days in the grave like Lazarus. So are we moving in this, the, the, the fullness of God's glory? Does it stop us? The first, first person I prayed for, I think he died. It doesn't stop me exercising my faith to believe that God's word won't return back to him void, but accomplishes what he chooses, not what I choose. I practiced on a dead rat one time. So I was a young Christian. I tried twice and it just remained dead. I, I, was walking along the, I was walking along the track and I seen this dead rat and I just went up to it and looked around make sure no one was watching. And I said, rat in the name of Jesus, arise. But it did nothing. So I thought I had, had more faith. So I tried again and it still did nothing. But it hasn't stopped me from believing, right, in the supernatural uh, giftings that, that he said that we would move in. It's like we've been on milk, the book of Hebrews is saying. You know, you ought to be teachers by now. Or someone to teach you these principles of these doctrines to Christ. But Paul says to us, it's for babies to raise the dead. It's for children. Have I raised the dead four days in the grave? No. But how many in here have experienced God's goodness, His salvation and His love and His grace? Probably all of you. He's so kind and He's so generous. We ask for, a, for, for the fullness of God's glory to be poured out on us, but we can't even handle the measure. <laughs> right? It's too much power. We're not humble enough to be able to be trusted with the fullness of God's glory. He's transforming us daily. I'm still being transformed. I don't have it all together, but I know one thing. Jesus set me free. He resists the humble and he gives grace. He gives grace to the humble, resists the proud. I've been on many journeys where I've had, had people speak into my life. I have people in my life that can speak in and to me to remain humble. My first friend that met me when I came out of prison in Australia, he came across from America and he says, Bro, three things the Lord told me to tell you. And this is a word for someone here too, probably all of you. He said, God resists the proud. He gives grace to the humble. Be humble, Owen. 
The second thing he said to me, the way to the Holy Spirit will teach you the Word of God. He said, you have to spend time in His presence and He'll show you. He'll show you in the Word. And the third thing he told me was, only do, do what Jesus tells you to do. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. It's what Jesus tells you to do. He said, I only do what I see my Father doing. I only speak what I see my Father speaking. So you've got to, call, you, you've got to create a space of intimacy. Okay? Don't look to the man in the front here to teach you the Word of God. He said, come away from the wisdom of men. And there is a place for that. But God's jealous for our time. God to me seems distant. God is my Abba. He's my Papa. And he's your Abba. He's your Papa. I don't know what your revelation is. But I know this for sure. When I said those kids running up here uh, last night, I knew that God was visiting Northland. And he's going to show you, right, if you would ask him for the blueprint. How? Karakia. Prayer. It's like birthing a baby. You have to press in. You have to ask him because he'll speak to you directly. All right. We're coming from all these places and we come in to share the word of God. But when it comes to revival within your sphere of influence, he's going to speak to you. You're going to have to step out, step in, and, and allow the Holy Spirit to start to show you what he wants to do in and through you. You've got to come together out of the place of unity and out of the place of love. I, like many of you, I was on the beach, you know, in, in 2007, crying out to God, God, if you real, help me. I didn't know who he was or is, but he sent people in the likeness of Jesus and their character and their nature, right, to, to become love. And they led me out of the darkness into the glorious light. Even though I didn't understand the words of the Bible, they meant nothing to me. I was a crackhead. I didn't understand the words. The words meant nothing. But the expression of who they were Jesus in them spoke to the Spirit of God, which was lighting my heart. Did you know that the heart of every man is light by the Spirit of God? doesn't matter if it's covered over with gross darkness, as a Hindu, as whatever. If they're created in the image of God, every person has the Spirit of God because that's what lights the heart. So the Spirit of God can speak to the spirit of man without any problem at all if the body and the soul would get out of the road. And it'll be just as easy as saying, let there be light. And they'll come. I don't have to try and convince people to become like me. All I had to do was demonstrate love. I want to share a couple of stories because I know I'm restricted for time. But I want to share what this is all about. The lost and the brokenhearted in the streets of Auckland or in New Zealand, around the world. This is the expression of God's love. And I want to tell you, it's in the heart of community. In the, in the Bible, in the book of Exodus, it talks about the tabernacle of the congregation. And they met at the tent of meeting. Moses has amazing radical encounters with the Lord. But he makes this. Yeah, we love the angels, Lord, but unless your presence is going with me, don't send me up from here, out from here. And that's got to be our response. Unless your presence is with us, we don't want to go anywhere. Otherwise, it's just carnal. All right? Can you please... This is, this is a story about a, a, a nanny called Nanny Tara. And uh, she'd been in that park bench for 20 years. Sorry, 20 years on the street, 10 years on that park bench. She's not really got any identification. Uh, keep going through the picture. Just move through them quickly. Next one, please. 
We, we, we as a, 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 a group of people went out. I'll tell you, I've got two strippers, a Hindu, a couple of other people, right, that started to come out on the streets of Auckland because uh, my heart was for restoration of people's lives. I said, Lord, how do I win the hearts of these people? And he said, just become their friend. Just become their friend. We took food and blankets out and we came across Nanny Tara. Does this thing move to the next one? Oh, it's not going? Okay, it's not going through there. Anyway, um, took us 12 hours to get Nanny in, into, a, into a car and one of our friends was generous to give her a place to stay. We put her into the hospital because she had, uh, yeah, that's it, that's the next one and the next one. This is what she looked like. See those hats she got on? She would hold them down like this so you couldn't see her face. And we put her into the hospital so that she could get some medical attention. This is what she looks like now. Check that out. Glory to Jesus. She has a name. God knows her name. All these people that we're meeting on the streets, God has a purpose and has a plan for their lives. He has their stories and he's entrusting us with his heart. Jesus, when he's walking on the road to Emmaus, breaks into a conversation and they didn't even know it was him. He can break into conversations. But it says when he gets to the destination, he's willing to go further. My heart was this, God, how could they believe that you're good? And I sing them songs and give them food, give them a blanket and go home. I was challenged by that. You know, how could they believe you're good? And I said, Lord, show me. Show me how to win their hearts. He said, become their friend. One by one, four to six people a month we take off the streets of Auckland. There, we're not funded by any church or any organization, just by the generosity and kindness of a community that are coming out, just randomly feeding, cooking kai, singing songs and blankets so that we could have a conversation with all the people that we're meeting. We want to know all the wraparound services so we can befriend them and, and have a look at them and see who they are so we could work together for this restoration. That's what God's going to do. He's doing it already, possibly here in Northland. I don't know who you are, but if you have a heart for restoration, if you have a heart of intercession for people, then great is your call. It's amazing. You, you would know, right, that you prayed and God sent someone, right, in the likeness of Jesus like he did to me and set me free. You can be set free from whatever addiction, whatever thing that you're facing, just like many of us. If you're in that place where you're saying, God, I, I really don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. You're facing drug addiction or even life-threatening things, suicide. I tell you that the Word of God has all the answers. It's a book of instruction before leaving earth. The thing is, we've got to pick the thing up and start reading it. Right? Not just know about it, but we've got to read it. You know, incline thine eyes and your ears to my words and to my sayings, and don't let them depart from the midst of your heart. If you leave it in your head, he says you get a headache. <laughs> Don't let it go into the head, all right? It's in the heart. I used to sit there praying, praying myself, right? And the Lord was teaching me, and he said, what are you doing? I guess just impression on my heart. What are you doing? I said, I'm praying. He said, no, you complain. <laughs> Mom, many think they're praying, but they're actually complaining. He says, don't come to me and tell me what the devil says about your mountain. I said, I don't speak to the mountains. He said, you speak to the problems every day. <laughs> 
right? And he says, why don't you go to the Word of God and speak what I say? God's not deaf, eh? <laughs> he heard us the first time. There's a religious prayer. If we just keep praying and praying and praying, we think that God doesn't hear us and doesn't want to give us what we're praying for. But he said, don't keep praying for things. Don't pray for things. So this is what he said. You say to the mountain, be removed, cast into the sea. It'll obey, right? But who does that work for? I looked at it and I said, whosoever says, he says it won't. Says whoever believes and doubts not in his heart can say to the mountain. So that's why we did a proclamation this morning, so that you know your identity in Christ. So when you start to see from heaven what God wants to do by the spirit of prophecy, not the gift, you can mandate and legislate the word of God by what you're seeing in heaven. All right, because that's where we were in the beginning. Yeah? So let's pray because I know we're just for a time. Father God, in the name of Jesus, put your hand over your heart for me, please. Lord, I just thank you for your love, for your mercy, and for your grace. Lord, we thank you that you love us. You brought us into your glorious light. You chose us, Lord, a people that would carry your heart. Lord, that you would go and send us into places, Lord, where you're, where you're, where you're calling people out of the darkness into your glorious light. Lord, as we prayed, we can't do nothing without you. Help us to be humble, Lord. And Lord, help us to, to work together as a whānau, as a family. Lord, I thank you that you're doing a new thing, Lord, in this house. That you're raising up, Lord, a generation, Lord, that's healed from the issue of blood. A generation, Lord, that's going to reach out like that lady, Lord, the, who you called daughter. She pressed through, Lord, and she touched your hem. Lord, she, she moved your hand. You stopped and you said, who touched me? That's what we're crying out for today, Lord, not only for our, ourselves, but for people, Lord, who are stuck in those hard places. Lord, we know that there's people that are cutting themselves in their homes. We've got people who won't even come out of their homes, Lord. They're homeless in their own homes. We've got rich people who are so poor in spirit, Lord. But we've got people, Lord, who are eating out of rubbish bins. We've got people who don't even know their names, Lord, and we just cry for them right now. We've got family members, Lord, that don't know you. Lord, your spirit can break into any heart and your timing is right, Lord. And just as others have prayed for us, our nannies and our kōros, our neighbours, they prayed for us that we would be set free. Lord, we're believing for a harvest of souls here in Northland. Father, we're pressing into a, a, a footprint that was in 1814. But also as in the book of Hebrews, it said, those all had faith but not the promise, looked to a time where they would see the sons of God coming together, Lord. And Father, we're asking for that promise of a harvest, Lord, in this generation, that the set times, Lord, that are coming upon Aotearoa, Lord, you would declare and show to us right here, Lord, what you're wanting to do. And we say, yes. The Spirit of the Lord God says, come, come, come and drink from the living waters. You are heavy burdened and laden and bound. He will give you rest. So, Lord, to those who are seeking to you today, Lord, for a restoration in their heart or for something that's happening in their life, Lord, we just thank you that we stepped into a new season, 5778, Lord, and, and when there was a release, Lord, of everything that was owed, Lord, we just declare a new day in you. We thank you, Lord, for our tamariki. We thank you for our families. We thank you for the very giftings and talents that you've entrusted to us. Let our boast be only in you. Only in you, Lord. 
let us disappear so that you can appear in our place. But let our language, Lord, be like Isaiah. He says, whoa, I've seen the, I've seen the king high and lifted up. And I see the train of his robe filling the temple. Lord, and he saw you. And he said, I'm a man of unskilled words, I'm untrained. Lord, you sent a seraphim from Zion, from the throne of grace with a, with a hot coal to change the language. He said, we'll speak the kingdom. Lord, and that's what we want to be able to, 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 to reveal, Lord, to understand, Lord, is how the protocols of the kingdom operate, Lord. Look into the things which aren't as if they are. Things that the ear has not heard or the eye has not seen, Lord. We're petitioning, Lord, for the oracles and the mysteries of the kingdom for such a time as this, Lord, so we can operate, Lord, in the, in the government of heaven. So, Lord, we just thank you. We praise you. We give you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Please don't leave here without getting prayed for. If some of you got needs, I, I, I'd love to pray for you. I won't go anywhere until that's met. I just want to thank you for, uh, again, it's such an honor, honor to be able to come here and share once again. So uh, God bless you all and may revival truly start here in Northland. I'm believing for you for a harvest. I got stories in my pocket that I seen last night and others that I can take away around this nation about the goodness of God. See, I tell other people's stories, useful mine, because that's the evidence God is moving in communities. Yeah, keep telling stories, keep telling your story, because your story is important. He's not a respecter of persons, he doesn't have any favorites. Well, actually, you are his favorite if you do his will. All right, he knows you. So thank you very much. Glory to Jesus. Awesome. Thank you, Owen. Thank you, Owen. And like Owen said, and like we've seen today, we have uh, our stories are so important and where we are from and who we are and what we've been through are so important, not just for us and what we can do moving forward from there, but for what we have inside of us that we can give to somebody else. We've seen examples of um, Bev and Owen and their lives and how they've transformed the lives of others, uh, not through their own will and not through their own power, but through the power that's afforded them through Jesus, through Jesus. So, so we would really like to offer this, this opportunity to you in this moment. What gives them the power to move is the grace given them by God. So in this time, in this moment, we... we we don't want to miss an opportunity to give you this opportunity. And that's to, to ask Christ into your heart and to accept Him into your life as your Lord and Savior. The Word says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that He died for you and was raised from the dead, that you are saved and He will abide with you and His Spirit will come down and be one with you. And you will have the grace sufficient to move forward like we've seen these awesome people moving forward in their life. So I want to give you this opportunity right now with every head bowed and every eye closed in this place. If that's you, if you are in this situation where you have looked back on your mess and you are in your mess, we have heard from two people today who have turned their mess into a message not through their own strength and might, but through the power of God. And you can do that too. And it's this moment 
that could be the most important moment of your life. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, I just want you to take a step of boldness right now. And if you would like to receive Jesus this morning, I would be honored to pray that prayer with you. So if that is you, I would like you in three, two, one, to raise your hand. Raise your hand just now. If this is you, raise your hand. If you have never accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you need that right now, raise your hand nice and high right now in this place. If you have once, but you're not sure where you're at with Him, I want you to raise your hand right now. And I would love to just pray with you. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. I'm going to leave it for two more seconds. Just keep your hand raised. There's somebody here that he's knocking on the door of your heart right now, and I just want you to raise your hand in boldness right now. Praise God. Praise God. Awesome. Yes, praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Praise God. All right. For those that raised their hand, and I'd just like the whole church to just pray along with us this morning this prayer. Dear Jesus, thank you. I confess that you are Lord over my life. And I believe in my heart that you went to the grave for me and you rose again and Lord I'm sorry for doing it my way I turn from that now and I put you in the seat of control of my life come now abide in me and I will follow you in Jesus name Amen Let's give him a big hand clap. Awesome, awesome. There's lives changed here in this, in this place this morning. Do you know when one soul is one for the kingdom, there's a party in heaven? So let's have a party down here. Let's give him a big hand clap. Yep. And now, I would love for anyone else that needs prayer, we have Owen and Bev here ready to go. So just as we... As we worship with the team, come up, come forward. Our team is here ready to pray with you. And could everyone else stand and we'll just worship God.